Welcome to the show. You know where you are, the nine at nine with me, Tigo. And we're about to talk about decluttering. Now, look, it's like the 25th of the month of January 2023. We did our New Year's resolutions. I did mine on my birthday in November. You may have done yours on New Year's Eve. The question is, have you gotten that clutter out of your life? Or have you wondered, how the heck am I going to get this clutter out of my life? Well, guess what? Our buddy Mel Mason is here. She is our clutter expert, and we're about to declutter 2023. So sit right there. We'll be right back. Expert Talk is sponsored by Pod Nation TV, the podcast to broadcast network. know about you, but I need some decluttering therapy. I mean, I've got stuff from, oh, I'm not going to admit it out loud because our buddy Mel Mason is here. What's up, Mel? Woo, what's going on? So you go. So good to be well, back in the house with you. It's so good to have you back. All right. All right. All right. It's the 25th, I think, of January. And if you guys are watching this in 3035 or something, it was the 25th of January in 2023, okay? And a lot of people made New Year's resolutions about what they were going to do. And I'm sure a lot of that was, you know, getting this clutter out of their lives. And now if they're anything like me, they're looking at the box in the corner going, how do I let it go? How do I let it go? Oh, yes. How do you let it go? Those New Year's resolutions. I've never been a big fan of New Year's resolutions anyway, because when you actually think about it, we're making resolutions in the dead of winter. And what do we do in the dead of winter? We're supposed to hibernate. Hibernate. Slow down. So I prefer to make any resolutions or goals for the spring. But for those of us that have actually made New Year's resolutions, more than likely you were on fire at the beginning of the year. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And maybe you even started cleaning out a junk drawer or you pulled everything out of your closet. And then if you got everything out of your closet, it wound up on your bed and you're looking at it like, what do I do with all this stuff now? Right. And then you just got frustrated, threw it all back and you're like, forget this new year's resolution over On to the next thing. Right. <laughs> well, what if the whole process could just be simplified? What if it could okay. be easy? What if you could wait for it? Have fun. Fun. Yes. What if okay, you could how? have fun doing it? It wasn't stressful and it wasn't overwhelming. That's what I specialize in because it doesn't have to be stressful. It doesn't have to be overwhelming. I'm actually at a point in my life where I used to dread getting organized. You couldn't get me to clean my room. Now I get these urges to purge and I look at my watch and it's like eight o'clock at night. And I'm like, no, this is not the good time. I will never get to bed. So sometimes I actually have to stop myself from purging because it's so much fun. So it gets to be fun. And when you learn to take the stress and overwhelm out of it, you enjoy it. And you're like, oh my God, like I can do this. It's not so hard. So how do you do that? 
You simplify it, right? Like you heard me say, most people will go and tackle the entire closet all at once. They're going to rip everything out Marie Kondo style. No offense, Marie Kondo. Love your method. Just not the whole grab everything all at once. And then you're like looking at this whole pile of stuff and you're like, oh my God, what do I do with this, right? It's overwhelming all in itself. But if you were to simply just start small, like how do we eat an elephant? One One bite at a time. At a time. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) So it's the same with clutter. Why doesn't it work with clutter? I mean, the journey of a thousand steps, um, a thousand miles starts with a single step, right? And so the way that I teach my clients is start with a square foot. One simple square foot, nothing bigger than, you know, a moving box that fits books in them. There's like the 1.5 cube box. Like don't do anything bigger than that. And when you learn to start small, you're able to complete the task because how many out there are great starters, but lousy finishers, right? So then you actually complete what you start and then you get that good old dopamine hit that makes you want to do more. But Not only starting small, my biggest secret, because people have a really hard time letting go, and this is like mind blowing, and this will, this will help so much is that I have a five second rule. Okay. What that means is when you're looking at an item, going to make a decision about whether you're keeping it or not, if you're looking at it for five seconds, you're keeping it for now. Ah, okay. Then move on because... You will never let go of everything that you've accumulated on the first pass. It's not how it works. That muscle of letting go is an atrophy and it needs to be strengthened. So you do that by repetition, by making the decision, making the decision. And it's make a freaking decision. It doesn't matter which one you make. Don't judge yourself for it. Don't beat yourself up. Just make the decision. (laughs) okay i gotta ask i gotta ask you know my parents have passed away um good friends of mine have passed away and i have stuff especially my parents my garage is pretty much all of their stuff and i keep thinking if i let it go what if one day i want to play that 78 and for you out there that don't know what a 78 is go look it up but if you, I want to play that 78, you know, well, how do I let that go? I mean, I've got, I mean, we literally measured so the cars could fit in. I'll be. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, first you get to meet yourself where you are, right? You're not going, this is what, where I'm different from other people and other, you know, organizers out there is that you're not going to let go of anything. You're not ready to let go of until you're ready to let go of it. But the only requirement to actually begin to let go is to be willing to look at it and make the decision. If you're just letting it sit there and you're not going out and looking at it and building that muscle, making the decisions, you'll never let it go. But time after time after time of looking, you will start to let go. You will start to realize like I had these books from like 1998 that I would reference all the time. They were books that I swore I was never going to let go of absolutely swore it. I would look at them. I would pack them. I would move. I would unpack them. And I was super attached to them. And I would reference them. And just a year and a half ago, I'm sitting in my chair, putting my shoes on, looking at my bookcase. Now, I wasn't like scheduling time to get organized. I just looked up and I was like, oh, it's time for you to go now. And I took the whole stack of books 
put it on a little table, took a picture of it, posted it on Facebook. Cause if it's not on Facebook, it doesn't happen. Right. And I let them go. But that was like 20 years before I was okay, ready. One you're young. Cause 20 years sound like a long time to you. You know, when you're dang near 60, 20 years, I got socks that are 20 years old. I've got <laughs> shoes that are 20 years old. So 1998 feels like a couple of, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, you say it like, I don't know, it's 1975, you know, it's like we all have our, our relative time. And I, I totally, totally get that. But then I mean, I was only 12, go, but hey. Okay, we're cutting this interview short. Goodbye. Um, so are you talking about let it go and just throw it out? Or are you talking, because there's all these websites that you sell stuff on or, you know, you share it with people. How do you mean let it go? How should we let it go? I always recommend donating because your only job is to let it go because the universe is abundant. When you're hanging on to stuff, you're holding on and your hands aren't open to receive, right? You literally can't receive the abundance that's always flowing around you. And we get attached to, oh my God, I spent so much on this or it's worth so much. I need to get the value or the value. money from this item. Mm -hmm. But the truth of the matter is when you become willing to let it go, you create the space for the money to come in other places. And so your only job is to let it go. And I always donate to my local nonprofits that support my local thrift shops that support our nonprofits. And then last resort is Goodwill because they're a for-profit company. So you're telling me I need to find somebody, an organization that just would be dying for a couple of hundred albums and 78s. You're making too much work. You don't actually have to do a lot. I mean, where I live, I got 15 different thrift stores that I can choose from. My my rule of thumb is whatever's closest to my house and open or on my way. <laughs> I love it. How do they get in touch with you, my friend? Info at declutteringspaces.com or 619-602-3725. You can just call me. All right, everybody. You know how it is. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see what we're going to talk about next month because I love having you as a VIP expert, but then you make me declutter. Okay, okay, okay. All right, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that episode. You know I want you to come back next time. And if you didn't get to write it down, you know what to do. Go to Tigo Direct, type in Mel, type in Mason, type in declutter. She's coming up, reach directly out to her. It costs you nothing. It costs her nothing. As always, I know how much you want to be here next time, which is probably tomorrow. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. 